0: Welcome back everybody. You're listening to the Diff pod T H E D I F F P O D on Twitter. I'm Devin Davis. I'm here with my co-host Luke Mathis, and it is a fine St. Patrick's Day today. Happy Saint Patrick's Day to you. You know, we're both not wearing green. It's a good thing that we just record in the comfort of your home, or else we'd be getting the we get hell a little, pinch out of this. Little little pinch action. We got some green tennis balls in the room. Yeah. All right. That so applies. that that works. Um why don't we go ahead and start off with uh, a couple of topics from the week uh, on Monday, or Tuesday rather. We didn't have a super, super exciting podcast bringing a lot happened over the weekend. But uh, a couple things have de- developed since then. Number one, primary sponsor for Jimmy Johnson.
1: Oh yeah, that, that broke, I think, the day after we recorded our Tuesday podcast. Yeah. Or later on in the week, Lowe's. Been associated with Jimmy Johnson since 2001, 2002. They are packing One, up their bags and heading elsewhere to use all their marketing money somewhere else. Now, Lowe's has been in the sport for almost two decades. They uh, sponsored uh, Charlotte Raceway for a period of time. It was Lowe's Motor Speedway in Charlotte, the the mecca of NASCAR.
0: Yeah, um, their tool line Cobalt, they sponsored Las Vegas oh, for yeah, a couple man. years there. Yeah, Yeah,
1: absolutely. Pretty big. So this, I don't know what to
0: make of it. A lot of people's, you know, knee-jerk
1: reaction will be, you know, Lowe's is pulling out because Jimmy Johnson isn't performing. But I think there's more to the story than that. I think it's kind of a coincidence. I mean, guy won three races in 2017, and it was considered an off year. Some teams would die to win one, and if you win three races and, and, you know, Get to, I think he made it to the final, the eight, final eight cars. Yeah. And that wasn't a good enough season. Yeah. Because f- you're I spoiled was... winning championships seven, <laughs> seven times. So,
0: well, I don't I'm, know. I'm seeing all sorts of headlines. Like, I saw one that Bob Pocker's had yesterday. And I love Bob Pocker's, but it, the way the headline alone read, and you know how people don't like to actually read into things these days. They just, yeah. Clickbait. <laughs> yeah. Clickbait. 100%. Yeah. Talking about, like, oh, is he going to find a ride for next year? Folks, we have had four out of thirty-six races so far. Yeah, we're on our point. fifth race of the season. Can we not start the conversations about twenty nineteen? Oh, Jimmy Johnson made off find to ride. Like this, this isn't Kenza. It's con- not like he's been underperforming for years. Right, right. He's just had, he had a little slip year. up and I guarantee you, they're going
1: to come back roaring. And you know, after the All Star race, that's kind of when teams finally hit a stride and, and figure out. I mean, they got that new Camaro ZL1 body and all the. All the Chevys are struggling right now except That's for Kyle Larson. Yeah. Why people are just jumping to conclusions so quick about this. It is what it is and and Jimmy Johnson's contracted through Hendrick Motorsports until 2020. So he's got this year and two more that he's contracted out for. So I guarantee you they're going to find a ride it is, or a sponsor. Um but I was listening, you know, heard some commentary from uh sirius Xm the other day and you know Jimmy has been associated with Lowe's for so long. He's won all the seven championships with one primary sponsor, which has never been done before. Um, you know, primary sponsors come and go, but Lowe's has stuck with him for so long. How can they brought up the topic of how, of how can um, Jimmy rebrand himself on 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 something else and, and represent another brand um, like he did Lowe's so well for so long? But honestly. He's such a fitness guru and fitness guy. He gets some kind of some kind of I mean he rides bikes all the time. Yeah. Some kind of bike man. Yeah. Somebody's going to he, see He could
0: be riding a Huffy next year. Oh man, Huffy. I love Oh man, <laughs> I I had Huffy was my favorite
1: brand of BMX bikes growing up. Got an awesome Matte gray Huffy with orange letters on the side. Oh, it was sharp. Had it for three days. Somebody came and stole it off my front porch, and I've I've never been the same. Oh. Yeah, it was rough. That's unfortunate. They left my brother's mongoose, though. Of course they did. Yeah, they wanted Huffy. Of course they did. Not a good look. Cleveland (laughs) Avenue, Parkersburg, West Virginia. Thank God we're down in Huntington where crime is, you know. It yeah, doesn't happen it's a,
0: here. Uh, it's, it's a different kind of <laughs> It's
1: a different kind of crime. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Well, uh, I did have somebody break into my car once here. But that's beside the point. Yeah. There wasn't a Huffy in there, so they left it all right. They did nice. take my girlfriend's, um, it was during Monopoly time at McDonald's, took her Uh-oh. free frappe out of the cup holder. Left a pair of Oakleys, took that free frappe. Well, I mean, you know,
0: you got to prioritize. You got to prioritize. prioritize. Yeah, he could redeem that quick. Oh, no. I'm just sort of hoping Home Depot picks up Lowe's. Or not Lowe's. Picks up uh, Jimmy Johnson. That would be like a rivalry. That would be like a... a, mm, I could just see the marketing
1: campaign. I mean, they got a whole year's stretch out of that one. No, I don't see that happening. I see some kind of fitness brand. Some kind of... um, Well, they can't have an energy drink. Sports energy drink. Because Monster has a... um, has that tied up a five hour energy that sponsors uh martin truex they got grandfathered in because they were sponsoring before monster came onto the scene right so i mean i i don't know some kind of i mean like garmin um yeah. some kind of brand that tracks uh your exercising and I, I i feel like that's the best fit for jimmy but hell they're gonna take whoever forks up the 30 mil how yep. much does it cost us? primarily sponsor a car for an entire year? I can't give you the number off the top I of head. I think it's like $30 million. Yes, yeah, it's not cheap. It, it, it ain't cheap. But when a dude can race like Jimmy Johnson... I wouldn't be too worried. I'd just finish yeah. this year out. And here's the thing they just switched their like color scheme and everything to that black Lowe's car. Looking really good. I like yep. that. I like that color, but now they're, they're ditching. They're heading, heading for other pastures. Grass is always greener. Anyways, so we've had some problems with qualifying yesterday. Yeah. Interesting turn of events. That uh, optical scanning system, the new um, OSS, as they call it. Um, Found a few problems with, I believe, like, I think 19 cars didn't make it through or didn't even do a lap. It was a bunch It of was them. more than ever before. It was more than 10. More than 10, less than 20. All right, that's the sweet spot. So we've got some big names starting at the rear of the field. And an interesting uh, position for NASCAR to be in, um, typically uh, drivers have to start the race on the tires that they qualified on. Well, since so many drivers didn't even make a lap because they failed inspection, uh, NASCAR is changing that rule for this race and this race only, and every team gets to start on brand-new, fresh sticker tires. Yeah. So
0: stickers are best. They, they have the option to. They have to purchase those sticker tires. But right.
1: Everybody's going to do it. Yeah. You, you'll be at a disadvantage. I mean, you could – I heard Martin Truex saying he was um, – running faster laps on a little bit of scuffed tires, but that would wear off quicker, and he'd probably drop. I mean, he could get a couple hot laps, and he's starting from the pole. It's probably not a good move for any team right. to start on the the uh, tires that they qualified on because the entire field's going to be starting on fresh tires. So they yeah. kind of level... NASCAR's put in a bad spot there, and I feel like they did the right thing and kind of leveled the playing
0: field. Yeah, it's it's obnoxious to see... The rule changes happen throughout the year. I mean, we saw a lot of that last year. No other sport does it no, like this. But no.
1: NASCAR is
0: unlike any other sport. But everything else is just a game. It's just a game. Uh, but I'm. I don't like seeing the rule changes like this. But having said that, obviously the teams didn't plan to not pass pre qualifying. Right. I don't. I don't think anybody would go out there and try. To lose their car chief, lose whatever, be penalized in Get any a sort of way. But at this point, they do have those fresh tires. And that is an advantage over other teams. So, I mean, yeah, NASCAR has been trying to really level the playing field as hard as possible this year. And I think that they had to make this move in order to keep up with that attitude.
1: Well, yeah, this year they really made yeah. some some moves to level the playing field, make everything a little bit more even, and really leave it up to the driver and the crew chief and the pit crew, instead of, you know, tweaking this under the car here and, and getting away with this or that. That's why they you know, installed this new inspection uh, system, and it's really
0: you know, it's given a, given a few teams some some serious problems. Um, so Alright, so what does that mean? That means all four Hendrick cars. William Byron, Bowman, Elliott, Mr. Johnson. Mm-hmm. They didn't qualify. One Joe Gibbs car, Denny Hamlin. He didn't qualify. Two Stuart Haas cars, Eric Almirola, Clint Boyer. They didn't qualify. That means Jeffrey Earnhardt starting 23rd. Woo! If you take Jeffrey Earnhardt this weekend, you are making a huge mistake. You shouldn't. He's going to have that. negative points. He's going to finish. Jeff, you're a cool dude, but. Laps down. Great beard. Great beard, yes. by the way. Yeah, great, great beard. beard. Funny attitude.
1: Uh, but, yeah, uh, no. Wouldn't take him. Gray Galding, starting 20th. He's not going to hang up there. But, yeah, so if um, if you're wondering if car doesn't get to run a qualifying lap, then how is the order set for... I mean, if all these cars didn't qualify, why is Denny Hamlin 25th and Jimmy Johnson 33rd if none of them got to qualify? Well, they go by ownership points and driver points. And they go by who is leading in the standings and um, of the cars that didn't qualify, Denny Hamlin um, had the most points. And Jimmy Johnson and Casey Kane, actually, from... No, uh, they, they didn't have as many points. Uh, Jimmy's had a pretty rough year.
0: Yeah, but, you know, like I said earlier, we're on race number five. Let's not jump to any conclusions. Let, let's not do that. All of a sudden, Wouldn't once he gets that. a hang of this car, you know, the winds might just come rolling in. I don't think he's going to win. What was it, seven or eight The Martin Trucks won last year? Eight. I don't think he's going to win eight but I do expect a couple wins. He'll win win two
1: races, I think, especially once we get to Martinsville and those short tracks where he can do pretty good at. Um, Interesting to note, um, our boy Eric Almirola and Clint Boyer, Stuart Haas drivers, qualified 26th and 27th because of this qualifying inspection issue. They Let's see. Clint Boyer is fifth fastest in practice going on right now. Second practice. And Eric Amarola is sixth. Kevin Harvick starting 10th. He's the quickest car on the track right now. I think you cannot go wrong with a Stuart Haas car this weekend. uh, The only car having problems is Kurt Busch. And, I mean, it's really not that big of a problem. He's inside the top 12. So, Um, Chase Elliott, good on these two-mile tracks alongside... Uh Kyle Larson, who won here a year ago. yeah, he, he led a lot of laps. I would expect him to be heavily owned. Um, he'll go up there and 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 just kiss that wall, not kiss it, but flirt with it. He might make a little bit of contact though yeah he he tends to scrape it a little bit, but he's good at running that outside line and I expect him to get towards the front pretty pretty early. He's starting third, so he's starting right behind Martin Truex jr on the side will be Kyle Bush and Eric Jones. Good good qualifying effort for Eric Jones, I tell you what.
0: Yeah, I think I think those Joe Gibbs cars Joe Gibbs cars are going to be fast this weekend. You think uh, so? Eric Jones, let's look at Dingo Suarez. He is you know, he's starting from a backup car. So he, yeah, he hit towards the, the back of the pack. But he was running some quick times in the first practice. Cool. And we are coming to you after qualifying before the other two practices. Mm-hmm. So, you know, follow up check out that make sure that everything's still kosher as far as that goes but Uh, uh, like we mentioned Eric Almirola he's sitting on 27th in that first practice I believe he was like third or fourth fastest
1: yeah he's fourth fastest right now oh went to fifth Clint Boyer Eric Almirola fourth and fifth Uh, Kyle Larson's only ninth quick somebody to note Starting in way back here, where is he? Starting 34th, uh, Casey Kane in the number 95. He's 10th quick right now. That's honestly a little surprising. Yes, not gonna lie. yes, it is. <laughs> so, take a look at their 10 lap, 20 lap averages. Um, that'll be, I mean, practice is only scored by one hot lap. So, if you look at their 10, 20 lap averages, that's see gives you a little bit of a foreshadowing on how they're going to do on a long run. Um, I'm definitely interested to see after this podcast is posted, or after we, we're done recording. Um, check us out on Twitter. I'll be I'll be on the, the Twitter sphere, uh, dropping dropping some so called knowledge, uh, the best I can give you on who to look for and who not. Um, somebody I'm concerned with, Devin, uh, is is your is your driver uh, number twelve of Blaney, not qualified too well. Um
0: and only twentieth quick right now. Where are Yeah. 20. Um <sighs> You know, I do have high hopes for the Penske camp uh as far as this race goes. Mm. Brad Keselowski last year got into a little bit of an accident. Yeah. Before they Crossed the start finish line almost before they got down
1: to turn one um i think it was jimmy johnson got in the rear somebody missed a shift and that just stacked everybody up and keselowski got turned got some rear bumper damage went to the grass he lost a lap but he came back and he ended up finishing fourth sixth i don't have the numbers up right now but i rewatched the race kind of get ready for this podcast and um
0: well not even just uh mr keselowski but We've got Logano is over the last five, four, and three races, he's in the top ten as far as ranked drivers go. Uh, I I think that those two veterans will do all right. Uh, But I'm with you. I'm worried about Blaney. And then their affiliate team, Paul Menard, he hasn't looked so strong here yet. So I don't... The name of the game this week, Luke, is going to be diversification. Oh yeah, I'm the way glad, the starting lineup is, up. I'm going to put, I'm going to have a couple lineups with those two cars in it. I'm going to have a couple lineups with some wild cards. Blaney maybe in one of them, just in case. Mm. But yeah, you know, there's just, I mean, right off the bat, we're looking at Martin Truex and Kyle Busch, two of the best in our sport. Yeah, right on the starting row. That could go either way. I know. And once it goes one of the ways, it's going to go that way for you know. Maybe the first until the stage, stage. Yeah.
1: yeah, and that's what happened with with uh, the '78 crew last week in Phoenix. Is Martin was on the pole, and Kyle Larson got hot and heavy and went and passed him before the first lap. Um, he led uh, most of the laps in the first stage, and then he had he had a problem. He didn't finish well, but he still led some laps. So I'm I'm torn. Um, Truex, Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson, those three are all pose to lead some laps uh, especially early and then we'll see as the adjustments go along pit road um kevin harvick's going to make his way up there there's no freaking doubt about it no doubt about it um i don't think he'd be a bad pick either so you're gonna have to pick probably two or three uh all-stars dominators to lead your laps and then try to diversify on those guys as well as diversify on the the drivers starting way back in the field like like we've talked about uh, Clint Boyer, Denny Hamlin, Eric Almarola, Alex Bowman, William Byron, Daniel Suarez, Chase Elliott, Jimmy Johnson and Casey Kane. Those are all guys that are going to unless they wreck out it is I'll say it right now it is a guarantee they're going to finish better than where they're starting. Um They've got a lot of room to move up, and they just have better equipment than some of the guys in front of them that were able to make a qualifying lap. So yeah. that's some differential points you need to look out for. After the, pra- the final practice, I'll, I'll send out some, some tweets and some drivers that I feel like are your best picks um, on my Twitter or um, at LukeDiffPod or at TheDiffPod, one or the other. I'll be, I'll, I might be on both. I'll just retweet them out so you can, you can see.
0: Well, Lucas, we're wrapping up here. Why don't you go ahead and give me two value picks and two expensive, I don't know, I don't want to call them locks. It's hard, it's hard to call them locks with this because uh, of the diversification aspect. But Value
1: pick right now, I'd take Casey Kane. I mean, yep. he's not below 5000 so he's not like a super value pick. Um, if you're talking super value picks, I like Ross Chastain. If you take um, some of those higher echelon drivers that eat up most of your salary, um ross chastain he's starting 36 he'll move up a little bit as long as he finishes in the top eh, 29 30 positions that that's and anything can happen some other cars are going to have trouble and, and wreck out so
0: i, agree I would definitely
1: that. go with him um I'm, I'm gonna keep an eye on um aj allmendinger too he's starting pretty far back michael mcdowell gray galding david reagan ty dillon um, I would pick Ty Dillon, but he's starting way too far up. So starting kinda, way too
0: far up, and he's honestly disappointed us over the last couple races. Yeah, he, he hasn't is,
1: really performed yeah. as good. Uh, same with Matt DiBenedetto. I'd typically take him, but he's starting 18th, and that's about where I'd expect him to finish. Yeah. If he got, if he had a great race, he'll probably finish 25 to 20th. Um, Jeffrey Earnhardt, stay away. Reed Sorensen, first race of the year, starting 24th. Um, I'd stay away from him as well. I'd really Focus your attention between the positions uh, 25 through 34. Those are some big-name drivers that
0: can move up. What do you think, Deb? Do you got any value picks that we should Well, I agree consider? with you on Ross Chastain. Ross Chastain seems like he can stay out of trouble, knock on wood. Uh, he has done wonders for the last couple lineups I've had, and by wonders, I mean he's at least gotten me 20 points or so. Yeah, which is um, all you can expect from
1: somebody that's worth like 4500 Forty seven. Like if you're below five thousand and you can pull off twenty points, um, good 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 on you, sir. Yes. Uh, Cole Witt also, somebody that typically knock on wood stays out of trouble and fin- I mean he, he qualified dead last. Yeah. Um, this is a two mile racetrack. It's gonna take a little bit longer for cars to get lapped and get lapped down. So depending on the circumstances, Cole Witt, Ross Chastain are my favorite value picks this week. Let's just let's just hope Cole
0: Witt keeps an engine intact you yeah see, they've, they've have had engine some problems. problems yeah you're right that's mm-hmm. i don't know who their engine builder is or who you know is in charge there it's but a somebody, chevy somebody needs to sit that guy down and say hey hey you're costing us i don't you're know, know if money.
1: he's rough on the engine with the shifting or if it's just bad luck i mean Kyle larson
0: lost three out of four engines the last four races so yeah but that's a conspiracy theory <laughs> is it now yeah yeah those are it's heroic her- engines that he's using Really? Yeah, remember that last year? It was weird, you know, during the playoffs, during the cutoff. You know. Really? Two in a row. Oh, the plot thickens. I yeah. like it. I like it. That's um, uh, just a conspiracy theory. I'm sure that, you know. Who are your who are your favorite uh, drivers to lead some laps? All right, so here's the deal. To lead some laps, I'm going to have a couple different lineups. There's three drivers right up front. We got Martin Trex, Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson. I'm going to have some sort of the same lineup for the most part. Same mm-hmm. five drivers with each of them in it, for sure. Right. Probably have a couple lineups with two of them, and then a couple what we call scrubs, the people below 5,000, the Ross Chastain, this or that. Right. But as far as locks, as far as people that I think I have to have this weekend, Eric Almirola, Clint Boyer, yeah. Jimmy Johnson. I mean, Jimmy Johnson isn't going to finish. You know, even if he has a terrible race, he's not going to finish in 33rd. <sighs> He might finish in 20th, and that'll be a terrible race for him.
1: Yeah, I'm just worried that he spins out a lot, man. He's, ha- he, he's like yeah. the Eric Jones of spin-outs. In the Xfinity Series last year, no, two years ago, Eric Jones. And then in the Cup Series last year, Eric Jones wrecked in practice almost every other week. I mean, he's, he's on that razor's edge. So I, I, I'm with you. As long as nothing happens, Jimmy Johnson's going to be a great pick. Okay. Yeah. Eric Almarola, great pick. Clint Boyer, great pick. One Stuart Haas driver to stay away from unless they find something is Clint Boyer. He is wow. He's thirty first quick right now. Cole Uh-oh. Witt is right behind David Reagan, De Benedetto, Ty Dillon, McDowell, um, all those drivers are in front of
0: him right I'm now. I'm attracting my statement as of Right this second. But I, uh, when Final Practice comes out, I might put my saving back in. I might still take Clint Boyer, depending on what happens to him.
1: No, if Boyer's
0: going to be fine. I'm talking about Kurt Busch. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Yeah, he Kurt said Boyer a second ago. Oh, I did? My yeah. bad. Oh, well. Boyer, Bush,
1: Boyer, Bush. Uh, Kurt Busch, number 41, Monster Energy, Stuart Haas racing car. Not doing too good. That's the only Stuart Haas car I'd go away from. Kevin Harvick, great pick. Almirola, great pick. Boyer, great pick. And then you got to figure out you know, who your scrubs are. And who's going to lead you some laps? The first three Truex, Bush, and Larson are posed to lead some laps, and I don't know if we'll get surprised by somebody coming out after a pit stop like a like a Joey Logano, um, Keselowski starting 11th. Uh, I think he's going to be somebody to contend with. Harvick starting 10th. Yeah, I mean, think he's a good pick. Honestly, yeah. he's the most expensive. Then it's Truex, and then it's Kyle Bush and Kyle Larson. So your your lineup's going. To, you're going to have to. Get some some bottom-of-the-barrel drivers if you get those, like three of those four. So you're going to have to differentiate. I'll send out a couple lineups um, after final practice today. And let's get ready to go racing tomorrow. I'm excited.
0: Absolutely. There's one last thing that we have to bring up. What's that? The other day, the Angels started singing. My favorite, Bush, is now the Pole Award mm-hmm. sponsor hmm The Can't angels started wait. singing.
1: Can't wait. Hey, and Martin truex Jr. got the first Bush Pole Award this yes, week. He so did. congratulations to him. Um, I wonder what's gonna happen if Brad Keslowski wins the Bush Pole
0: Award. Is that gonna be a conflict since uh, he's sponsored by Miller Light? Yeah, you know, he will probably have to throw that flag down pretty quick. Yeah, I saw Kevin Harvick for some reason had to throw some I heard somebody call into Sirius earlier this week when I was traveling to Columbus and back. Uh, like, oh, he threw that monster energy towel on the ground as soon as they put it on his shoulder. It's like, well, yeah, he might have contractual obligations to not have any monster energy anything on him, depending when, on some of his sponsors. When
1: people are paying $30, $40, 50000000 million dollars a year yeah. for you to rep their brand, and somebody puts a competitor's brand on your shoulder, I don't care what it is. Good for him. You I should expect, do that.
0: I would expect Keselowski to take a one picture, quick picture and then toss drop it, it to the side.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I saw some... Some funny comments on NASCAR Reddit that every every um, time the uh, the pole winner wins the race, the Bush that they're going to add another H to that flag. (laughs) So so it should be Bush. (laughs) By the end of the year, I can't wait. Coors light, good riddance, motherfuckers. You're not. not You're not. Yeah. Don't really enjoy your your inebriating water, anyways. Big Bush fans here, so we'll wrap it up. Follow us on the diff DiffPod, T H E D I F F P O D. I'm Luke Mathis. That's Devin Davis, and let's go reason.